everybody. Welcome back to our Sunday prep video series. We hope you're doing well. Father Matt, how's everything with you? I'm actually great. Uh, astonishing because like everything is coming to an end, something is starting. And actually, you know, with all this that is happening after this, this weekend, you know, it's just for whatever reason, I feel like a life is coming back into everything. I don't know why, but maybe maybe it's only me. Maybe it's all of you, especially as a parents who are sending your kids to school, and uh, some of you for the first time. So there are tears uh, because the little ones will not be around home anymore. Some of the parents probably is uh, the tears of joy uh, <laughs> after summer. So who knows, right? But yeah. still, it's it's just an amazing and exciting time too. Uh, what this what this new year brings. So. I am I am excited. I'm like like all energy is right now exploding within me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I think that there's a, there's something to be said about the the freedoms that come with summer and kind of the ability to you know maybe take on new adventures or vacations or opportunities to relax or enjoy the weather or outdoors. Um, but you lose sometimes not in everyone's situation, but you lose sometimes some structure. But you know with the start of the the school year and kind of the um, academic year and for a lot of people kind of the work year it's you know it means structure it means routine and you know there's there's freedom in that too you know there's something really good about being able to slide into those uh, rhythms and routines to really kind of bear much fruit so yeah not all bad things that summer is coming to an end so um, but that's that's uh, maybe a nice transition for us you know we're going to take a look at today um, the second reading which comes from one of the, I think, one of the shortest letters of St. Paul, uh, his letter to Philemon. And, you know, it starts off, Father, you, you made this comment before we started recording, and I noticed it too. You know, there's these moments in the readings where you kind of catch a little detail that sometimes makes you chuckle. Um, and so the opening lines of the second reading, if you're paying attention on Sunday, catch this, and, you know, uh, it says, I, Paul, an old man, <laughs> and then he goes on to describe his life as a, a prisoner of Christ, and, um, and he's going to be describing kind of sending on one of his um, co-workers, someone who kind of is uh, his assistant that he's sending on to one of the local churches. But it's an interesting kind of little fun detail uh, where he says, uh, I'm an old man now here. I usually hear St. Paul say, dear brothers and sisters. But anyway, small little side detail. We're not going to reflect on uh, Paul's age here. <laughs> That's not the purpose of this video. Um, but what I do want to focus in on is kind of jump down maybe about halfway through the reading. Um, and St. Paul, again, he's talking about this uh, community where he wants to send someone on his behalf and he's hoping that they'll be received. And so he makes this comment, which I found to be interesting. He says, I did not want to do anything without your consent so that the good you do might not be forced, but voluntary. And this really jumped out to me because I think it highlights, um, you know, not only the relationship that Paul has with this community and the individual people that he's going to be working with here, but I think it speaks more deeply to the entire Christian um, experience, you know, uh, both the experience that we have with each other within the body of Christ, but also in our experience of God. You know, uh, many people will ask questions when they're, let's say, doubtful of God's existence or um, maybe angry or frustrated with the Lord because of some terrible evil, you know, you know, Lord, why, why do you allow bad things to happen? Or why do you, why did you make a world where evil can even exist? Why not make a perfect, you know, universe where everything is, you know, absolutely wonderful and there's no possibility of sin and nobody can sin because nobody can possibly sin. 
Um, but that's obviously um, sounds nice maybe, but it's not the way that would be most good um, because the Christian understanding of love, right? God is love and our vocation and our call to respond to God is to respond in love. Um, but that love means that there's a necessary freedom that must be present, that there, there has to be um, the opportunity for us to say yes. I've jokingly said to uh, students over the years, they're always kind of a little bit horrified uh, with my strange examples, but I say things like, um, you know, I love my wife, I, I care very deeply for her, and I love her so much that I keep her, uh, you know, locked up in a cage in the basement. And I tell her every day, she has to tell me she loves me. And, and that's how I know it's true love, because I've locked her away and she can only say she loves me. And they're like, what kind of crazy person? I say, no, of course. If I were to do that, which for the record, I don't. <laughs> Uh, but if I were to do that, that wouldn't be love at all. That would be in, uh, slavery. That would be, you know, something horrible. Uh, it would be coercion. It would be something that would go against, you know, our very uh, reality of who we are and what we're made for. We are made for love, but that love um, is an invitation that the Lord extends to us and allows for us to uh, freely say yes or say no. And with that no, well, that's where we're talking about sin. That's where evil kind of enters into the world and distortions enter into the world. Um, and as much as that's a difficult thing for us to maybe accept, but if we don't have freedom, then we don't have the possibility of real love either. Because uh, to freely you know, reject the Lord means that we also can freely say yes to the Lord. And that's where you know, the real uh, beauty of the Christian experience is. You know, The Lord doesn't force himself upon us. Um, he proposes to us. He doesn't impose himself on us. And so, uh, you know, I get a little bit of a hint of that, I think, in this, this reading, in this little line here from St. Paul. Um, I did not want uh, to do anything without your consent, right? He's not trying to force his, um, uh, his assistant onto this community, right? He's, he's asking them for the permission. I want to send somebody to you, and I want you to accept that. Right? And he goes on, so that the good you might do not be, might not be forced, but voluntary. Right? He wants us to be able to share. So the idea of freedom and the idea of love and the idea of kind of cooperating with God is something that is in our relationship with the Lord individually, but it's also in our relationship with each other. You know, our ability to accept one another, um, it should be something that's based upon you know, this underlying concept of freedom, that, that I love you as my brother and sister, and you love me, not because, like, if you don't, then, you know, you will be punished, or if you don't, then you will have consequence. No, it's do this because this is what is going to bring about the greatest good, and the greatest freedom, and the greatest love, and, and that kind of fulfills the Christian experience. So it's an interesting kind of reflection, I think, there that St. Paul in this letter, I think, kind of undergirds the, the whole Christian experience, which is love, and love kind of presumes the freedom uh, to say yes to that love. So um, anyway, that's kind of maybe a weird uh, reflection. I feel like I'm all over the place a little bit with that. So hopefully, Father Matt, you've got some uh, more organized thoughts and, and um, things that are kind of striking you in the readings for Sunday. Well, you know, as, as you said, you know, that was the line that were the first line of the second reading. Uh, we both started to laugh as soon as we uh, shared it. But to me, as a, as a priest, you know, um, sometimes the word of God speaks differently. And um, even though we, it's not like we just, we ignore the, the first reading or the gospel. No, we don't. We always look on other readings, but, you know, we always pick the moments when we get stuck uh, in a way. And um, to me, it was actually the very last sentence um, of this uh, very reading. 
And this last sentence uh, is this. So if you regard me as a partner, welcome him as you would me. And, you know, I was uh, to my mind right away came the thought, you know, of uh, being a priest and, you know, they are transferring us, right? After a couple of years, several years, uh, you know, parochial vicars, uh, a little bit more often than the pastors. Um, so, uh, there, and it always is this um, weird feeling um, when the priest is good and is light, right? Uh, people are like, no, don't take him. Why Bishop did that to us? Uh, he doesn't like us or whatever, whatever, right? And this negativity is coming on. And then if uh, the priest is like, okay, or we didn't even have a chance to know him well, it's uh, it's okay. But uh, right away, this, this thought uh, popped into my head. And simply because uh, this partnership uh, that St. Paul was sharing, and he was asking people to accept uh, this new um, minister uh, in the community or a new priest, uh, like we would translate it into our language today, you know, this transition into new is something that the church really much uh, not only keeps but also is trying to continue and why is that is not only for a priestly experiences uh, that we are receiving from serving in different parishes as young priests for example like me or let's say like right now uh, we have a new member of our community sister Lucia who is right at the beginning of her um, life as a religious sister as a teacher as a witness uh, so for her you know this is the very first moments like um, I remember myself you know when I was sent to, to not that far parish from here which was the Florian Park Holy Family and uh, I remember first time you know not knowing people you know everyone is like my name is and my name is Marie, my name is Joel, my name is Jeremy. And then the next Sunday they're coming and hi, Father Matt, or how Matt? And I'm like, I wish I could remember your names. <laughs> but the, it's, not, it's not only that, it's the way we receive the person um, with love. And that's what Paul, as James was explaining, you know, that expression of love to all that the Lord is sending us too, and those the Lord sending is to us. Uh, and as a priest, you know, there is always this this uh, fear when the new things come or new parish and trying to remember. Like for me, you know, I've been here for quite a while now, so I know many of you, and you know me well too. But um, I know it will be a time for this transition uh, when I need to when I need to go to a new place, and I will be actually praying these words, you know, Lord, help me, help me to, to not only receive these people the way you would, but also to serve them as you would. And, uh, and here Paul is asking people directly, uh, you know, like uh, to, to receive him. So where my thoughts are going really is, you know, to welcome a new one. And that new one is, uh, I believe, is Sister Lucia. And maybe that's why, that's why um, as a young priest who only experienced it a few times, uh, I know how not easy it is at the beginning and um, how much support she needs in order to grow strong in what she is doing and her vocation a very beautiful call uh, to serve but then i want to address that the same way to you um, as you are coming to church you see new people uh, in the parish people who you've never met and 
a generous smile, a simple hello, welcome, uh, or you know something that they others will feel that okay, I am a member of this family. I see a new uh, face, new people. Let's welcome them. They are not strangers to us. They never should be strangers to us, since uh, they are in Christ. We are brothers and sisters, and uh, we don't want that uh, push away from God, but uh, receive them. So being welcome and uh, receive that welcome from, from us, you know, this, this parish, uh, from my own experience, is amazing when it comes to the regard. And, you know, with that, you know, that's a lesson to me and something that I will be able to teach. So you see, you are teaching me for such a long time, and uh, these lessons will go. And... I wish, you know, this will always continue with, as Paul has today said, I am an old man, I am a young man, and uh, still will be going and saying about these things. So there is no time that, that the Lord assigns to us, whichever we are age, but he's sending us to do it always the same way. So that's where my, my thoughts were going uh, as a priest and um, someone who always worries about my brothers and sisters in religious life and in the priesthood. So uh, maybe it's a good time for me to, to spend and, and pray for, for them uh, even more. And um, as, as we pray for each other. So here I am. That's, that's my thoughts. Uh, I think it's a little bit more into one topic, but uh, I don't know, maybe I was flying all over the place too. No, it's good. <laughs> I, I think it's great. I'm glad that you mentioned Cicely Chia. So she's uh, just recently joined the community. So um, hopefully you'll all have a chance to, to say hello to her at mass and maybe offer her um, a warm welcome uh, as you always do. And, um, you know, extend that great Christian hospitality and um, the warmth and love of Christian life to her. So, um, so it's wonderful. So good stuff as always. And we appreciate uh, all of you and all of your support, uh, all of your kind words. Um, it's always encouraging for Father Matt and I to hear um, any kind of feedback. Uh, so we hope that you're uh, enjoy your weekend, enjoy your week, and we look forward to seeing you all on Mass on Sunday. God bless you all. See you Sunday. <laughs>